Hey guys, Ben here with you with another riveting episode of Theology for You. Uh, thank you for listening. Glad you're here with us. Uh, on this episode, uh, we're going to look at a book. Um, it's been very helpful uh, to me. I've read it a couple times now in the past couple months. Um, many of you know me personally, and you know that um, saying I love to read, it might be a bit of, a, bit of an understatement, but I, I, I try to read a lot. I read mainly uh, books on theology and the Christian faith and stuff just because of time. I have to be a little more uh, selective, but anyway, I love to read. Uh, reading uh, helps me learn. It deepens uh, my faith in many ways. Um, so I want to share a book with you today called um, Praying the Bible by Donald Whitney. Uh, Donald Whitney is a, Dr. Whitney is a professor at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's also written a few other books, one of which is uh, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, which you can uh, find a link to that. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's also on the uh, show on meditation. So we're just going to talk about the book. It's a very small book. It's only about 90 pages. Um, but we will uh, just talk about it, give a brief overview of um, why it's helpful, why you should read it. So uh, that's that's where we're heading. So I've got my cup of coffee. So you can grab a cup of coffee as well if you want. Go ahead and pause it and get you a nice cup of coffee. I've got mine in my boys' college mug because I'm cool like that. So um, so praying, praying the Bible. I don't know about you, but I find prayer difficult at times. Um, uh, Donald Whitney, Dr. Whitney in the book, he starts out, Since prayer is talking with God, why don't people pray more? Why don't the people of God enjoy prayer more? Um, and then he goes on to say, I maintain that people... Truly born-again, genuinely Christian people often do not pray simply because they do not feel like it. And the reason they don't feel like praying is that when they do pray, they say, tend to say the same old things about the same old things. Um, so that's kind of where he's going with the book is prayer is a struggle, if we're honest. And I think sometimes prayer is a struggle because we don't, we don't look at prayer as if we're building our uh, relationship with God, which you can hear more about that on the meditation episode we did with our our, our pastor. Um, but prayer becomes uh, rote. It becomes monotonous because, as Dr. Whitney says, we tend to say the same old things about the same old things. And he says, when you've said the same old things about the same old things about a thousand times, how do you feel about saying them again? good question uh so we we get we get bored with prayer and we think that something's wrong uh that something might be wrong with me uh that maybe the holy spirit isn't working the way that he should maybe there's um there's just issues and i have this in my own life i, I struggle with uh, prayer i struggle with being consistent in prayer, I struggle about um, what to pray, uh, how to pray, how long 
should I pray? And in some ways, um, I am going to say the same old things because there's there's the same old things to, to to pray about every time that I pray. That pray for my wife, my my daughters, and my my church, my family, uh, my pastors, um, friends who are pastors. There's a lot of things that are uh, uh, the same that I pray about often and it is a struggle when you pray about the same things often that you say the same old things about the same old things all the time and that's and dr whitney even points out that that's not necessarily a a a problem per se because we need to pray about those things but maybe we should uh, switch the words that we're using so what solution does dr whitney offer that's the uh, second chapter uh, he, he starts the chapter off by saying, Is there a solution? If so, it has to be fundamentally simple. Since God invites us, indeed by his spirit he enables all his children to pray, then prayer must be essentially simple. There you go. has to be essentially simple. And he goes on to argue that every Christian uh, can have a meaningful uh, and satisfying prayer life. That... Um, a satisfying prayer life is not just for uh, Christian elites or um, pastors or those who have a varsity status, not even for those who uh, study a lot of uh, theology, uh, who read the Bible uh, the most, uh, but every Christian can have a meaningful and satisfying prayer life. So the solution that he gives, which you will not be surprised by, by this because of the title of the book is that pray the words of the bible and he goes on to say so what is the simple solution to the boring routine of saying the same old things about the same old things here it is when you pray pray through a passage of scripture particularly a psalm and he argues that the psalms are so good because a lot of them are prayers themselves um the um, so even Psalm 16, very familiar psalm, uh, starts out. Find it here. I thought I had it marked and I didn't. There we go. Psalm 16. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. That's a prayer. He's asking God uh, to do something for him, namely uh, to preserve him. So. He, Dr. Whitney, and we'll talk more about this towards the end of the episode, but he um, advocates, and I think wisely advocates, praying through uh, the Psalms. So you can pray through a Psalm every day. The third chapter, he goes on and really walks you through this method of praying. So he, he looks at Psalm 23, which is a wonderful... Uh, chapter Todd at our church preached through this in the summer. It's very, very good. So let me read this psalm. Then I'll take you through Dr. Whitney. Uh, he actually gives examples of praying through the psalm. That coffee's good. So Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leaves me by beside still waters he restores my soul he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You've probably heard that psalm many, many times. It's very familiar. So let's walk through this with Dr. Whitney. He says, when you read the first verse, the Lord is my shepherd, you can pray something like this. Lord, I thank you that you are my shepherd. You're a good shepherd. You have shepherded me all my life. And, great shepherd, please shepherd my family today. Guard them from the ways of the world. Guide them into the ways of God. Lead them not into temptation. Deliver them from evil. O great shepherd, I pray for my children. Cause them to be your sheep. May they love you as their shepherd as I do. And Lord, please shepherd me in the decisions that's before me about my future. Do I make that move, that change, or not? I also pray for our under-shepherds at the church. Please shepherd them as they shepherd us. So notice how he just used that first phrase, the Lord is my shepherd. And he prayed for himself. Thank you that you are my shepherd. Thank you for working on my behalf. You have been shepherding me all my life. And then he goes to pray for his family. Shepherd my family today. Guard them. He prays that uh, his children would come to know uh, the Lord, the great shepherd. Cause them to be your sheep. He prays for his pastor. Um, Please shepherd them as they uh, shepherd us. And he continues. He leads me beside still waters. Second part of verse 2. He says, Yes, Lord, do lead me in that decision I have to make about my future. I want to do what you want. Oh, Lord, but I don't know what that is. Please lead me into your will in this matter and lead me beside still waters in this. Please quiet the anxious waters in my soul about this situation. Let me experience your peace. May the turbulence in my heart be stilled by trust in you and your sovereignty over all things and your people. So it's that simple. It's that simple. Just picking up the Bible and praying the words of the Bible. Now, if you're like me, when I read it, the first thing that came to mind is, um, shouldn't I have a thorough understanding of the passage that I'm going to pray about before I pray through it? And Dr. Whitney I think wisely suggested that you can go ahead and pray through Psalm 23 as an example, even if you don't understand it, because you're using you're using Scripture as your guide. So, if something comes to mind as you're reading the passage, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what the passage means, but he's using it as a guide to focus our prayers and to help us have a meaningful and satisfying prayer life. Um, he has a great quote by John Piper. It says, Open the Bible, start reading it, and pause it every verse, and turn it into a prayer. It's really just that simple. Um, uh, 
Now, another question that he tackles with this method is, if this is going to work, if you're going to have a meaningful and satisfying prayer life because you're praying scripture, then you have to be confident in God's word and that the spirit of God works through God's word. He says, I have enough confidence in the word and the spirit of God to believe that if people will pray in this way in the long run, their prayers will be far more biblical than if they just make up their own prayers. That's what people usually do, make up their own prayers. What's the result? We tend to say the same old things about the same old things. Without scripture to shape our prayers, we are far more likely to pray in, an un, in unbiblical ways than if we pray the thoughts that occur to us as we read the scripture. So while it's true that people may use this method and pray about the thing about things that are not found in the text, I contend, contend that I contend that will happen much less if people will pray while reading the text. By this means, the Spirit of God will use the Word of God to help the people of God pray increasingly according to the will of God. So we have to have confidence in God's Word. One that the Bible is God's word. And then secondly, that God's word <clears throat> reveals to us his will. So that as we're praying the Bible, we're praying the will of God. Then we also have to be confident that as we pray the Bible, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit works through uh, scripture. Um, Jesus says that the spirit, I believe it's in John 14, he says the spirit is the spirit of truth. Then in John 17, he goes on to say he's praying for believers of all times and, and says, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. So if we connect those two thoughts, The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is the Spirit of truth. Jesus prays that the disciples, all disciples, would be uh, sanctified, that they would be made holy, made more into his image. And he says, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. So the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, works through scripture if we don't have that confidence what Dr. Whitney is um, suggesting here is just not going to work it's just not going to work if you don't have confidence that scripture is God's word and you don't have confidence that the Holy Spirit works through scripture it's the primary means through which the Holy Spirit works, then why pray the Bible? That's what Dr. Whitney essentially says. So we have to have confidence in the scriptures if this method, if you will, of praying is going to work. And honestly, when you think about it, if, if you have these convictions, which I do, um, every Christian, I believe, should, because it's biblical, why not pray through the Bible? Why not? 
why not use whatever you're reading that day? Dr. Whitney advocates for the Psalms um, to pray through uh, on top of what you're reading. Um, why not? I know that sounds maybe may a weak weak argument, but why not do it? I mean, it's it's uh, refreshing. Um, it helps, and I mean, honestly, who who among us does not get frustrated with with prayer at times? Uh, sometimes it's so sweet, and other times the old expression it doesn't feel like the words get through the roof. Um, it just I think this book is so helpful and encouraging uh, to point us to a just a wonderful method of. Uh, praying and you might be uncomfortable with the word uh, method um, and that's okay be uncomfortable because um, it doesn't seem I think we we think sometimes that prayer has to be uh, spontaneous and if it's not spontaneous and it's not really a prayer but I think you see in the gospels where Jesus would set aside uh, certain times where he would just go out in the quiet and he would he would pray. He was intentional about it. Um, and if prayer is one part of communing with God, of building our relationship with God, then yeah, I do I do want to be intentional about it. And I want to use whatever means that I can uh, to make it effective and satisfying because I'm communing with my Father. So that's the Psalms. But what about praying other parts of the Bible? Well, Dr. Whitney does cover that. And I'll use one example. Um, if you've listened to one of our recent episodes, I went through some of Romans 8. And um, this morning, in fact, I, I prayed through Romans eight twenty six through 28. Um, so let me read those verses, and I'll just give you an example of how you can pray through other parts of the Bible, and then we'll um, we'll uh, let Doctor Whitney bring this episode home for us. Three verses: Romans eight twenty six through twenty eight. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And He who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit is interceding for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. So, just the first part there, verse 26, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. That We can pray, Holy Spirit, thank you that you help me when I'm weak. That when I have nowhere to turn, I know you are you're helping me. You are helping me in my weakness. Thank you that you don't help, that um, I don't have to be strong in order for you to help me you help me in my weakness and you can continue it says for the spirit but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words holy spirit thank you for praying for me thank you for praying for me verse 27 he prays according to the will of god thank you for praying god's will for me you just praise the holy spirit for his work of intercession on uh, your behalf and holy spirit i know that because you are praying for me and you're praying god's will for me that all things work together for good whatever comes to my life holy spirit i know is good for good 
because you're praying God's will for my life. That's simple. We could we could go much deeper than that, but it's just, it, it really is as as simple as that. But you can you can even broaden that out. Holy Spirit, thank you for praying for my wife when she is weak, praying for her in her weakness. Thank you for helping uh, and praying for my pastor in his weakness. You can just keep broadening broadening it out to your your circle of uh, family, your church, your friends. And you just pray those verses for them. Um, I honestly, <clears throat> I I love I love this book, and I love just the simplicity of it. Just getting into scripture, which is always a plus. Anytime you get into scripture, that's wonderful. But just using scripture as a guide for your prayers, so that you're praying the words of God to God. It's just wonderful. It did pro- provide so much direction. Um, it has helped me focus my uh, prayer life. Uh, so prayer, even though I'm I'm praying essentially for the same same things that I was praying for, but um, it's so much more focused. It's not something simply like Father work in my uh, wife's life, work in Victoria's life. It's a uh, it's it it's it's deeper than that now because it's holy spirit thank you that you're working in victoria's life that you're praying for her the will of god thank you that everything you bring into her life is for her her good because you're praying god's will uh, for her and it's it's just it's wonderful it's wonderful so where do you start if you take dr whitney's advice of um praying through the psalms he he recommends praying through one psalm a day one psalm a day so i'm recording this on the 11th day of the month so what you do is each day you have five psalms that you could pick from so since today is the 11th you could either do the 11th or the 41st psalm the 71st Psalm, the 101st Psalm, or the 131st Psalm. So what you do is you take the day of the month, and then you add, keep adding 30 until you don't have any more Psalms left. Then you can do a, a quick reading over them, and then just decide which Psalm you want to pray from. It's as simple as that. Uh, if you're picking scripture to pray through, I don't think you can go wrong. I really don't. So I think... This book is helpful because it really just it, it makes prayer so simple but yet so important and it it will help you focus your prayer life. It will show you how uh, scripture will be your guide in prayer um, and you can't can't go wrong with that. you really can't go wrong with it. Um, if you're frustrated with praying, um, it will help alleviate that frustration. It really will. Even if you don't get the book and you just put into practice what we talked about, it, it, it'll help you immensely. Um, so your challenge now is not so much to go buy the book, um, but go pick a psalm and pray through it. Just pray through it. And I think you'll find out that as you do this, your 
prayers will become less focused on you and your needs and the needs of others and you'll start praising God more through your praying and praising him for just who he is and just loving him more because you're being exposed to him through his word but then you're praying his character back to him and you can't say enough about it it's good so your challenge go pick a psalm try to take five minutes and pray through it see how far you get you might get through every verse you might get through one verse and that's okay but pray pray just pray and use the bible as you pray pray the bible well you guys have a have a good one we'll see you on the next episode